1: hello and welcome to the alien adventures of finn caspian i'm jonathan messenger and with me as always is my good friend bebop hey bebop i open up
0: my mail and what's inside listen to letters i can't deny i love email
1: (laughs) okay please tell me that is not a jonatron's song
0: Well, it's a B-side.
1: Okay, so does this mean you want to answer some listener questions this episode? Yep. Okay, great. Well, we have one here from Ari, who's seven, from Dawsonville, Georgia. He made a cake for you with the Finn Caspian logo on it. It's amazing, Bebop. And you can actually see that cake on our Instagram or our Facebook pages. But now, Bebop, he has a couple of questions for you. One, are you real? And two, if so, will you send a photograph with Jonathan's phone?
0: Well, of course, I'm real. I don't really like to be photographed that much, but look, I get this question all the time. And if you really want to know if I'm real or not, why don't you ask Jonathan's
1: slippers? Well, you can't really ask my slippers.
0: That's right, you can't, because I destroyed them with all of my awesome pranks.
1: Well, yeah, but also because slippers can't talk.
0: Next question. Colin, who's eight, asked me if I'm from the Marlow. Well, look, I'm not from the Marlowe, but I really like the Marlow a lot. And I would like to go there sometime and teach all those robots how to really be a robot.
1: Okay, well, our old friend Clobot, our friend Chloe, who calls herself Clobot, she wants to know, what did you eat before you ate art? Great question. I ate mostly grass,
0: wood, and other paper-like objects.
1: Oh, that doesn't sound very good. No wonder you're eating all my paintings now.
0: Okay, Jonathan, let's wrap this up. I have one final question from Avonlea Roddy, and she recorded it. So let's listen to her question. Hi,
3: my name is Avonlea Roddy, and I'm from the U.S. of Washington State. I live in Edmonds, and... This is my sound. Bebop is the best. Bebop is the best. Bebop, Bebop, Bebop is the best. Bebop,
1: <laughs> go. not a question.
3: Bebop, Shh. go. Bebop, go. Bebop is the best.
1: Okay, well, thank you, Evelyn. That was really great, even though it wasn't a question, Bebop. All right, so let's get into the story here. If you remember what happened in the last episode, all of the adults went missing, and the baby alien... Mr. Sparkles had thrown up a stone with coordinates etched into it. So the kids were going to head in that direction in episode four of season three of the Alien Adventures of Finn Caspian. Repeat business. The Explorapod touched down on the slope of a grassy hill. The stone that was, to put it politely, produced by Mr. Sparkles, had identified this planet with the coordinates etched onto its surface. The kids of Explorers Troop 301 had jumped on the Explorer Pod without checking with anyone. They knew that the older kids on the Marlow would want to go too, and there wasn't any time to organize a big mission or to argue about who got to go. They'd brought Paige with them, even though she wasn't officially a member of the troop. But Finn couldn't bear the thought of her waking up and finding their parents gone, and Finn gone too. Voltronics was still in no shape to make the trip, so Robocloco stayed behind to keep him company. Okay, said Paige. Foggy and Meg, you lead the way. If there's any trouble, you can fly us back to the pod immediately. Vale, up front with the robots, please. If we find Mr. Sparkle's mommy, you're going to have to be there to hand him over right away. Yeesh, said Vale, Who disappeared and made Paige the adult? Paige, I'm the captain of Explorer's Troop 301, said Abigail. And while I admire your take-charge attitude... "'I will be the one to give orders around here.' "'They all stopped and looked at Abigail. "'Okay, Explorers Troop 301,' said Abigail. "'Well, what Paige said. "'Let's go.' "'And so the troop walked up the gentle slope of the hill, "'the warm sun of the planet, "'making it a sweaty climb from the outset. "'They had landed on this side of the hill,' because they spotted a small town on the other side. As they crept up to the crest of the hill, they laid low so they could spy on the town without being seen themselves. Crawling on their hands and knees, they could see what looked like people. People just like them. Kids, parents, walking around without spacesuits, shaking hands and playing tag and doing the things that people did back on Earth. All right, this is no big deal, said Vale. Let's go down and say hi. No, said Meg. This is not good. Oh boy, not this again, said Vale. Well, she was kind of right last time, said Finn. You know, about all the adults disappearing. Meg, said Elias, what do you see down there that worries you? To us, it looks like all the video we've seen of Earth towns. This could be Earth, for all we know. This is not Earth, said Foggy and Meg together. No, I know that, said Elias. It just seems nice down there. I can't say exactly what troubles me, said Meg, but I have a bad feeling about this. Okay, here's what we're going to do, said Abigail. Vale, Elias... And you two, Meg and Foggy, stay here with Mr. Sparkles. We don't know how they'll react to robots or little blue babies. Finn, Paige, and I will go down and investigate. I don't believe we should split up, said Meg. We're supposed to stay together.
0: I agree with Meg, said Foggy. Splitting up is never a good idea.
1: Wait, what are you talking about, said Finn. Remember how you flew off all by yourself on the zoo planet and then ended up saving everyone? No, said Foggy. Liar, said Finn, elbowing him in the ribs. All right, let's go. Abigail, Finn, and Paige all headed toward the town. The three of them felt a little strange, walking up to a village full of regular people while they were dressed in their Marlowe spacesuits. But from a distance, you could see their distinct personalities as they approached the town. Abigail and Finn walked side by side, with Finn looking around for clues that something was amiss, and Abigail staying focused on what was in front of them so she could see what was coming. And, of course, Paige was walking in front as if she was the leader. But when they got close, they slowed down. There was something strange about what they were seeing. The people were not quite people. Or they were, but they all sort of looked the same. They all, boys and girls, men and women, wore their hair in the same short style. And they all seemed to be dressed the same, in similar color clothes, and they were all moving about. It's hard to put it, but the same. They walked the same way. they seemed to travel in perpendicular or parallel lines. It was as if they were all part of one big machine. The three explorers walked into a town square that was largely empty, except for a pool in the center that looked as deep as a well. It was like someone had shut off a fountain in the town square. There was a plaque on the wall of the well, deep in the water, and Finn couldn't make out what it said. People moved all around them, but no one seemed to see them, or acknowledge them in any way. This is kind of creepy, said Finn. It's like we're ghosts, said Abigail. Hello! Hello! said Paige, as two people walked right by the explorers, almost brushing them as they passed. The two aliens turned and looked at Paige. Hello. They said. Thank you. We were hoping someone would stop, said Abigail. Thank Thank you. you. We We were were hoping hoping someone someone would would stop, the two said. Um, this is Finn and Paige Caspian, and I am Abigail Obarro." "'Um, Um, this this is is Finn Finn and Paige Caspian, Caspian, and I I am Abigail Abigail O'Baro,' said the two. "'This is really weird,' said Finn. "'This is really weird,' said the aliens. Finn, Abigail, and Paige looked at each other, then at the two aliens who had stopped. The other people kept going as if nothing was happening. "'Are you okay?' said Finn. "'I don't understand what you're doing.' "'Are "Are you okay?" okay?' said the two aliens.' "'I don't understand what we're doing.' "'Wait, what did you say?' said Paige. "'Wait, what did you say?' "'I don't know,' said Abigail. "'I don't know,' said the aliens. "'Are you making fun of us?' said Paige. "'Are you making fun of us?' "'A third alien, who had heard them as she passed by, joined in. "'I'm not making fun of anyone,' said Paige. "'I'm not making fun of anyone,' said the aliens. "'A fourth one now joined in. "'Okay, fine,' said Paige. "'Okay, fine.' Hello, fine explorers, said Paige. You are really great and smart and tall for your age. Hello, fine explorers. You are really great and smart and tall for your age, said the aliens. Now six of them collected in the square. As the size of the crowd grew, more aliens could hear them and joined in the conversation. Paige Caspian should be captain of the universe and everyone should give her lots of money. Paige Caspian should be captain of the
0: universe and everyone should give her lots of money.
1: This is not a game, Page said Finn. This is a game, Page. Wait, what did you say? said Abigail. Wait, what did you say? said the aliens. What did you say? said Abigail. What did you say? said the aliens. There were now at least a dozen of them. You tell us! said Paige. You tell us! said the aliens. No, you tell us, said Paige. No, you tell us, said the aliens. No, you tell us, said Paige. No, you tell us, said the aliens. No, you tell us, said Paige. No, you tell us, said the aliens. Okay, everybody stop, said Abigail. Okay, everybody stop, said the aliens. Only this time, Paige said it, too. She had repeated what Abigail said in time with the aliens. Paige, said Finn. Page, said the aliens and Page. They now filled the town square. I think they've hypnotized her, said Finn. I think they've hypnotized her. Go back and get the others, whispered Abigail. I'll be okay alone. Go back and get the others, whispered the aliens and Page. I'll be okay with us. What? said Abigail. You changed it. What? You changed, no, you changed it. 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 Abigail, no, don't, said Finn. Abigail, no, don't, said the aliens. And Page and Abigail. It was just Finn now. They all looked at him. All of the aliens. All of them now seeming not at all like people. They seemed like, like ants. Like worker insects that were menacing. Scary because they didn't know any better. They didn't know the damage they were doing. Paige and Abigail looked at him with the same vacant looks in the alien's eyes. Something was happening to the explorers. Some sort of spell was coming over them. Finn turned on his communication system and said, in the softest whisper he could manage, Guys, I think I might be in trouble here. Guys, I think I might be in trouble here said Abigail and Page. Guys, I think I might be in trouble here, yeah, said all of the aliens. <coughs> what? said Vale. What? said Abigail and Page. What? said all of the townspeople. Finn turned off his communications, before he or his friends on the top of the hill could get stuck in a loop too. But the sound kept coming. It kept returning back to him, the voices, they kept trailing and echoing. Finn looked at the fountain in the center of the square. The sounds, the voices, were all bouncing off of it, the water rippling. He stepped closer to it. No! said all of the aliens. No! Don't say it! It was the first time they'd said anything that wasn't a repetition. Don't say what? Don't say what? The voices bounced again off the water and seemed to reverberate all throughout the square. Finn felt his head begin to swirl as if someone were grabbing hold of his brain. It must be the voices, he thought.
0: But what did they mean? Don't
1: say what? Don't say what? He knew it was up to him to save Paige and Abigail. They were under some kind of spell, and he was slipping into it too. But he couldn't signal the team for help. Abigail and Paige would just repeat what he said, and then the aliens would and he was one step away from being caught in their trap. And if the rest of the troop were almost certainly coming down to check on them after he tried to whisper to them, that meant they would talk to Finn, Abigail, and Page, and they could get caught as well. Finn tried to focus. He stared at his reflection in the water. It rippled with the tiny echoes of the last thing he said. But the aliens had said not to say something. Don't say it, they said. What was it? He could barely think now. It felt like his brain was being swept up into a net. It wouldn't be long before he was just like them. What could he say to break their spell? All right, I'm here with my son and editor Griffin Messenger. Say hi to everybody, Griff. Hi, hi, hello. All right, Griff. On a scale of incredible to stupendous, what did you think of that episode?
3: Pretty good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> all right, fair enough, fair enough. Um, all right, so uh, hit me with it. Do You have any questions for me?
3: I wonder what those people did to like Abigail Page.
1: Oh yeah. What happened to Abigail and Paige that they were kind of talking with them, right? Kind of mesmerized? Yeah. Before we get into that, let's discuss A Wrinkle in Time and where this inspiration from A Wrinkle in Time came from. Do you remember in the book where this might have been inspired by?
3: Uh, like the town where all the people, where all the kids bounce their balls at a certain time and all the moms open their doors at a certain time.
1: Yeah, right. They go to this other planet and like everything in this town is all happening at the same So this is kind of like a play on that idea with all the people who are kind of the same. But it's a little different, right? Yeah,
3: because they mimic mimic people and the other people didn't mimic. Yeah,
1: they didn't copy them, right? Yeah. Have you ever encountered a copycat like that before? (laughs) (laughs) Does that mean that you have been a copycat like that before?
3: sort of.
1: (laughs) Well, so what happened was, my idea for this is that the people on this planet something has happened to them to make them all the same, right? And when they're kind of repeating things over and over again, then that's kind of almost hypnotizing or sort of casting a spell and bringing Abigail and Paige into that same sort of hypnosis.
3: Yeah. It's still happening to Finn.
1: Yeah, it's almost going to happen to Finn, but Finn has to figure out something to say. They don't want him to say it. So what is it? We need our listeners to help us figure out what it is they have to say. I will tell you this. The clue for what he is supposed to say is in the story. What they don't want him to say, there's a clue. This is a tough one. This is a tough puzzle. I have to say I'm pretty proud of myself for figuring this one out. Nope. Split up. Split up? Nope. Stick together. <laughs> you're getting you're getting warmer. You're getting warmer.
3: Mm. Stay close and don't go anywhere Okay, no
1: more guesses. No more guesses. (laughs) Pay no attention to my editor. (laughs) But so if you could please email me at earth at com with your answer. So I'll tell you what. If you're having trouble with this puzzle, maybe it's not as hard as I think it is, but I think it's kind of hard. But I think that if you listen to it a second time, you'll get it. But if you're still having trouble, we're going to have our Halloween episode on Friday. And I'll put a clue in the Halloween episode, at the end of the Halloween episode. So if you're having trouble with the puzzle, listen to the end of the Halloween episode and I'll give you a little bit of a clue to help you along. Deal? Bingo. Any other questions or thoughts?
3: Hmm, not really.
1: Okay. Should we do... Jokes! What? Jokes. (laughs) We always do... (laughs) Jokes. No. It's... What time is it, Griff? Jokes. (laughs) It's art time. (laughs) All right. So here are our artists for this week. Thank you to Tabor, who's seven from Portland, Oregon. Sam, who's four from Kalamazoo, Michigan. Eli Wiley, who's eight years old. Sam who's 8 and Paul who's 4 from Brunswick, Ohio. Thank you to Rosie who's 8 and Sam who's 5 from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Martin who's 9 and Philip who's 5. Blair who's 6 from Tacula, Georgia. I looked that up and I don't know if I said it right. Tacula, Georgia. Odin, happy belated birthday to Odin who's 5 from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Eno who just turned 7 from Therule, Australia. Charlotte, 6, and Aubrey, 2, from Haverford, Pennsylvania. Dylan, who's 9, and Teagan, who is 6, from Las Vegas, Nevada. Elliot, who's 7, and Poppy, who's 4, from Hasselmore, England. Dylan, who's 6, from Cumberland, Rhode Island. Linus, age 10, and Archer, age 7, their are brothers. Jack in Marin County, California. Sophie and Delilah, who are 8-year-old twins, from Lake Macquarie in Australia. Don't know if I said that right. Xander, who's 7, from Phoenix, Arizona. Miles, who's 6, from Hillsboro, California. Jax, who's 3, from Baltimore, Maryland. Lena, who's 7, and Michael, who's 5, from Dublin, Ireland. Genevieve, who's 5, from Rockville, Maryland. Dylan, who's 6, from Cumberland, Rhode Island. Zoe, who's 9, from Memphis, Tennessee. Andrew, who's 8, and Haley, who's 6, from McAllen, Texas. Rahul, who's 7, from Cape Town, South Africa. And sisters, Zoe and Lily, who's Thank you all so much Alright Griff, now What time is it? Alright right. (laughs) (laughs) right. up first is Haley from McAllen, Texas Hi,
3: I'm Haley from McAllen, Texas And I'm 6 years old Here's my joke What do planets like to read? Comic books
1: (laughs) (laughs) Alright, that's great Thank you Haley And now here's her brother Andrew
3: Hi, I'm Andrew from McAllen, Texas, and I'm eight years old. And here's my joke. What do you call a pie at night that's in the sky? A moon pie.
1: (laughs) All right. That's great. And now we have another joke. This one is from Layla. Take it away, Layla.
3: I am Layla Goldman, and I live in Portland, Connecticut. I'm nine years old. Where do cows go when they want to make it big? Hello, New York City.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Layla. And now here is her brother William with a joke.
3: This is William from Portland, Connecticut. the kids. I am six years old. But in my joke, I'm looking for Vin Caspian. You might not know what Vin Caspian means, but it's a show about aliens. And where do aliens go to see a movie? Where do aliens go to see a movie? You gonna tell me? Movie stars.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you so much, William, and thank you to all of our comedians who told us jokes this week. All right, buddy, you want to say goodbye to everybody? Bye bye bye. All right, thanks, everybody. We'll see you on Friday for our spooky Halloween episode. Hey, thanks for coming back and having some more fun with us this week. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. This podcast is kid-powered, and I love getting your incredible art and ideas and jokes and sounds. And thanks again to all the artists who sent in their food and all of the comedians who sent in their jokes. A belated thank you to Katerina and Alexander from Somerville, Massachusetts, for the name Mr. Sparkles. They actually suggested it for RoboCloco. But I used it for the baby and forgot to give them a shout out last week Also want to say a happy belated birthday to listener Mason who shares the same birthday as I do So happy belated birthday to Mason and to me too I guess Listen to this episode very carefully and I think you'll discover what Finn has to say in order to break the repetition spell Send in your answers to earth at fincaspian.com and we'll give a shout out to all the puzzlers next episode. The Alien Adventures of Fincaspian is a Gen Z Kids production written and produced by Jonathan Messenger edited and guided by Griffin Messenger with special thanks to Maria Villanueva. The theme music you hear at the beginning and end of every show is by Mark Greenberg recently voted the nicest human ever. The cover art is by Sir Ian Dingman and if I could ask one favor please tell a friend. That's it. All right. Thanks again, everybody. And we'll see you on Friday for our Halloween episode. Bye, everybody.
0: Bebop is the best. Bebop is the best. Bebop, Bebop, Bebop is the best. Go, Bebop, go. Go, Bebop, go.